during the school year, the Fridays, Friday chapels are reserved for the study of Luther's small catechism. Because this is the first Friday of the year, the first commandment was chosen for today. Hear it once again as recorded in the context of Exodus 20, verses 1 through 3. And God spoke all these words, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. You shall have no other gods before me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. How are your table manners? One thing that has challenged me at time is table manners. Mine are a lot better than they used to be, but I do at times find myself, when eating in the commons, reverting to my old habits, that of wolfing down the food as fast as I can. I perfected that habit way back in prep school, when that was the only way you could be sure that you got enough to eat. It took a few years of married life to unlearn that habit. I still must admit that there are times that I grow anxious when I try to sort out which fork or spoon should be used and in which order. It seems also lately that more and more restaurants are adding all sorts of utensils to down a whole variety of new courses. The meals are prettier, and there are whole new flavors and new new cuisines that continue to challenge me. And unlike pizza, you can't pick the food up with your hands. Now, what do table manners have to do with the First Commandment? I would submit that the commandments, especially the First Commandment, the subject of this message, while it may be overwhelming at first glance, is the first course in a great meal prepared by God. Yes, when God first gave those commandments, saying, I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, it was like he was giving an invitation to a meal. And the same is true today, this morning. When God says to us, I am the Lord your God, it is like he is giving an invitation to a meal. He is saying that he is not merely the God of the past, but of the present. He is saying that he's a God who did not just take our ancestors out of Egypt, and that's all he did. No, he is the Lord our God right now, and of every individual and of every generation to come. So the commandments begin with promise, or better yet, with pure gospel. And when we hear this promise, which is like partaking in a great meal, then we will have a better understanding of what God means when in the first commandment he says to us, you shall have no other gods. So, God's concern in the first commandment is that he is the center of our lives. He enjoins us in that commandment to put us first, or to put him first, as Luther says it, in our fears, our love, and our trust. And I would call those our spiritual or Christian table manners. 
Now, would you not also agree with me when I say that the stakes are raised when we talk about coming to the table, especially a table set by our Lord? Think of the times that you have had special family meals or friends invited over. The mood around the table can be either tense or relaxed. In fact, the mood can go back and forth several times in the same meal between tension and relaxation. At the table, people either clam up or open up, become terribly self-conscious or wonderfully conscious of the love of the people in their midst. Our dining room at home contains a table and a buffet that are over 125 years old. They were crafted by my grandfather on my mother's side, and they hopefully will be in our family for years to come. What makes them important to my wife and myself are all the human experiences that have taken place around them before our time and now during the time that they have been in our possession. They most of all remind me of the presence of God's love in our family over the years and the continuing promise that he will always be our God. Yes, our God. I can't keep him for myself, and you can't either. Besides, a meal with just God in you is not much of a feast. A meal by myself is never fun. That's why when my wife is not home, I eat lunch or supper in front of the television. To live life then, ignoring our need to be in community or the needs of those around you is no different. In fact, to do so is making a God of self. And so often we do this when we, quote, come down on the side of God with our self-made rules and somehow have very little human understanding and sensitivity. So the first commandment, in my opinion, is not about God alone. It, like the other nine, is about God and us. When I forget that, as well as the fact that God wants to be my God and your God, then I'm stuck vainly looking at myself in the mirror not of God's law, but the mirror of my own pride. Then the rest of my life becomes useless, and I end up pushing God right out of my life. However, when you and I sit at the table of God's love, we don't need mirrors, because we see God and his love as well as ours in the faces of one another, faces that reflect our understanding of God, of the forgiveness and the salvation that he won for us in Christ's life and death and resurrection. So when we come to the table that our God sets before us, how are our table manners? Are you and I ready to admit that we have fallen short of the glory of God, that we need to be forgiven and transformed? Table manners in spiritual things I find myself challenged. If you are too, then don't be surprised if God in his mercy and grace transforms you, yes, turns you around. Don't be surprised if you find yourselves ministered to by people you never thought worthy. Don't be surprised when you find strengths for service 
that you never imagined. In his promise, I am the Lord your God, God has prepared a table of his love for us. So enjoy the feast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.